Hello everyone, and welcome to episode 21. Today, we're going to be taking a look at one of Matt Walsh's videos called Simone Biles Should Not Be Celebrated. So, just in case you don't know what's going on, a couple of weeks ago, or at least I'm assuming a couple of weeks ago, Simone Biles dropped out of one of the Olympic events, citing mental health as her reasoning, as she wasn't in the right headspace to do it, and she didn't feel mentally well enough to do it. And that was met with a lot of support, as it should have been. But like everything, it was also met with the flip side of things, where it was like, oh, you're letting down your country, or oh, you're abandoning your team, and a bunch of other just nasty things like that. But without further ado, let's see what Matt Walsh has to say about the situation. From the way that Olympic gymnast Simone Biles is being praised this week, you might think that the decorated superstar put on a heroic display during the team competition in Tokyo uh, yesterday and, and led her squad to a gold medal. Many prominent politicians like Ayanna Presley and Cori Bush and many others have made public statements applauding her. The White House press secretary expressed gratitude and support, said we all should express gratitude and support for, for Simone Biles. Deadspin gushed over the what they call the most impressive move of her career. Former Olympians joined in the group hug. Many athletes came out to support her. Articles have been written extolling her bravery, declaring that her achievements this week have sent a, quote, powerful message to the world. CNN called her performance impactful. The New Yorker described her, quote, radical courage. The New York Times talked about her champion mindset. She's been hailed for her strength and for setting an amazing example, being a great athlete, a great role model, all based on what she did yesterday. Women's advocacy groups have come to her defense, have thanked her for all that she's done. It has been perhaps the most effusive praise that has ever been heaped on a quitter. But, you know, I'm sure a regular chump like you could completely go to the Olympics and never ever bend under the ever-growing stress of having to perform for your country and win a gold medal. Sure. I mean, that's what Simone Biles did to earn this exuberant applause, after all, she gave up. After struggling in the qualifying rounds and botching the first event in the women's team finals, Biles decided to withdraw from the meet. The best gymnast on the squad, the leader, one of the most celebrated U.S. Olympic athletes of all time, chose to abandon her team in the middle of the finals. Oh my god. It is not abandonment. This... Mental health is so important, and people don't seem to realize that, especially with how much stress every athlete is under. And... Simone was just being strong for actually taking the initiative to do something about her mental health. This this whole situation just reminds me of a Carrie Stroog, or Carrie Strug. I believe she competed in one of the 1970s Olympics, I think, but anyways. So she did a vault, and she landed the vault, but she also very, well, not very severely, but she injured her ankle. But to mathematically win gold against Russia, she would have had to do a second vault on her injured ankle. So her coach pushed her to do that second vault, and she did, and she landed it, and then she collapsed needing medical attention. And she did win gold for the United States that year. All because her coach pushed her to do that second vault just for a fucking gold medal. Not even taking into consideration their mental or their physical condition. 
Her teammates would finish second behind Russia, while Biles went on to receive even more acclaim than a gold medal would have earned her, probably. That's the thing though, gold medals aren't everything. Especially considering that the Olympics used to be like, oh, let's get a bunch of countries together to have a, a fun game of sports and competition. Now it's basically turned into, okay, which country is quote-unquote the best so we can have gloating rights? Now, there was some talk early on suggesting that Biles had been physically injured, but that was not the case. Biles has since explained that she left the competition in order to focus on her mental health and her, quote, mindfulness. She complained that the Olympics haven't been fun this year. She said, quote, This Olympic Games, I wanted, it to, I wanted it to be for myself when I came in, and I felt like I was still doing it for other people. You know, that's actually a really good point. Like, like I said, every Olympian athlete is under so much pressure due to everybody expecting them to do well in their respected events, rather than the athlete saying, okay, I'm here, I'm gonna do my best, but I'm not gonna do it for the people who expect me to win. I'm gonna do it for myself. Returning to this theme later, she said that it's important to put mental health first. If this motherfucker comes up with some goddamn excuse to say that mental health isn't important, I am going to fucking lose it. Mental health is so important. It can take a toll on your physical health, and it can lead to stuff like severe anxiety, depression, suicidal ideation, and it's just not fun. So. Please, take care of your mental health and realize that it is indeed important, even if this son of a bitch does not understand that. Because if you don't, then you're not going to enjoy your sport. She complained about the pressure that she's been under. I don't think you have any right to say that she's complaining about the pressure, given that, like... The Olympics are watched by probably millions of people, and each of them, well assuming the ones from your country are watching, they expect you to do well. And if you don't, then you could possibly be like shunned or like, oh, you're such a disappointment to the country. That's a lot of pressure to be under, not to mention all the self-inflicted pressure of yourself possibly thinking that, oh, I have to do well or else I'm gonna be gated. So you have no right to say that she's complaining about all the pressure that she's under. Here's a little more from Biles herself explaining uh, why she quit. Here she is. And it's been really stressful, this Olympic Games, I think, just as a whole, um, not having an audience. There are a lot of different variables going into it. It's been a long week. It's been a long Olympic process. It's been a long year. Um, so just a lot of different variables. And I think we're just a little bit too stressed out. Um, but we should be out here having fun. And sometimes that's not the case. I just felt like it would be a little bit better to take a back seat, uh, work on my mindfulness, and I knew that the girls would do an absolutely great job, and I didn't want to risk the team a medal for uh, kind of my screw-ups because they've worked way too hard for that, so I just decided that the, those girls need to go in and do the rest of the competition. Yeah, I say um, put mental health first because if you don't, then you're not gonna enjoy your sport and you're not gonna succeed as much as you want to. So it's okay sometimes to even sit out the big competitions to focus on yourself because it shows how strong of a competitor and person that you really are. Now, the people who wish to make excuses for her have offered all kinds of rationales that Biles herself has not offered. 
There have been lots of people online talking about, for example, her sexual assault and speculating that uh, somehow that might have contributed to this. But she has not once cited that as a reason for her decision. And frankly, it seems pretty disgusting to inject that into this uh, discussion in hopes of bailing her out when she has not brought it up. But on the flip side, you A, don't know how she's feeling, B, are not an Olympian athlete under this much pressure, and C, you also are probably assuming she dropped out for some sort of reason, even though you might not directly say it, you're probably thinking it. So isn't that also wrong to assume even though she hasn't? Or hold on, that came out wrong. By your words, not mine, isn't it wrong to assume that she dropped out for a reason that she has not confirmed? There are others saying that she was essentially mentally incapacitated to the point that she physically couldn't perform the moves. But again, that's not really what she's saying. You can listen to what she's saying. She has talked more broadly about her mental health, mentioned multiple times that she wasn't having fun, and said, again, multiple times that she needed to focus on herself. That's what she said. Those are her words. She explained why she did this. We don't need to theorize about it. She told us. Now the question is whether those are good reasons. They aren't. You heard it here first, kids. If you have like severe anxiety or depression or something else that just doesn't allow your mental health to be 100%, that's a bad reason. If you can't do something due to being depressed, well, get over it, cupcake. You're gonna do it anyways because, you know, mental health is a sham anyways, right? For fuck's sake, oh my god. Now, on one hand, there's nothing terribly surprising about the reasons that she gave for quitting. People quit things all the time, and, and, and they almost always do it because the thing they're quitting is difficult and not very fun, and they're afraid of failing. Yes, they're afraid of failing because they're afraid of the backlash that they're gonna get. They can't really just fail like a regular sport and have people say, Oh, it's okay, you tried your best. It's okay, there's always next year. People might be like, Oh, you cost our country the gold medal due to you being not good enough. That's potentially why they're scared of failing. This is the universal rationale of all quitters everywhere for all time. I have quit things myself for that reason. You have quit things for that reason. Everyone has, with no exceptions. In this case, there, there's no doubt that the difficult thing was very difficult indeed. The pressure she experiences as a world-famous athlete on a global stage must be quite burdensome on both an emotional and physical level. You know, just judging from this sentence alone, it actually makes it seem like he might agree that, you know, mental health might have been the culprit. And that's what makes quitting understandable. The one thing that it cannot be is admirable. Now, if Simone Biles, here's the point, okay? And I want everyone to try to understand this. Because a lot of people don't, apparently. It's a very simple point. If Simone Biles had bailed on her team, as she did, and apologized after the fact, um, instead of saying, well, I need to focus on myself, and hey, they can handle it. Okay, so going off of this theoretical scenario, what would she even apologize for? Like, oh, I'm sorry that I took time off for myself so, I can, so I'm not depressed and I can come back 110%. That's just something that you have to take care of on your own, and you know, and that's not really anybody else's concern, and definitely doesn't need an apology that you took time off for yourself. If she had bailed on her team, apologized after the fact, and the public had reacted in an appropriately sort of bum, bummed out kind of way to the news, 
then there wouldn't be much else to say on the matter. It's hard to compete in the Olympics. It's hard to live up to high expectations. Lots of people quit things when they're hard. Again, we all have at one time or another. So basically what I get from this is that his explanation for why Simone quit was because it was hard. Do you even realize how many times she's been to the Olympics? That's why when someone quits, we normally shake our heads and say, well, that's a shame. And then we move on with our lives. Nobody's suggesting that athletes who quit ought to be tarred and feathered in the street. They might do that in China, maybe, but... Um, okay, that's kind of racist to assume. We're not saying that for here. I'm not advocating that we, we put them in the stockades in the middle of the town square and throw tomatoes at them. That's not the point. It's enough to be disappointed and be done with it. In fact, if that's how this had played out, if she had quit, everyone was disappointed, she apologized, I wouldn't be saying a word about it. I wouldn't care personally. Again though, Simone doesn't need to apologize because there's nothing to apologize for. Not to mention, you're always going to say something whether it's for a good reason or a bad reason. That's your entire gig. I wouldn't be talking about it. The problem is that now we are exhorted not simply to understand why someone quits, but to actively applaud them for doing it. What makes the Simone Biles story troubling is not that the women's gymnastic team had to settle for a silver medal. So basically you're disappointed because they didn't win gold. Newsflash, you're not always going to win gold. And winning gold, winning silver isn't the end of the world. Winning silver is still a big accomplishment. So ch shut your mouth hole and just shut up about the situation because you don't know anything about it. But that our cultural powers that be want us to celebrate cowardice. Clearly, this guy has never been depressed, because otherwise he'd recognize that it is very important to take care of your mental well-being. As always, it's, it's not enough to merely tolerate another person's decision or to be compassionate towards their struggles. We are meant now to rise to our feet and joyously cheer what all people through history and most people living in the world today would consider shameful and unfortunate, at least. Why does... Why does the sentence make it seem like he's the kind of person who'd say, Oh, depression isn't real. Stop being sad. Get over it. You don't shun someone for taking care of themselves. That's stupid. It's radical courage is the, 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 the phrase being used to describe this. Not understandable. Okay. Not, um, not, not, not something we should sympathize with, but radically courageous to leave your team in the lurch. It's one thing to say, Simone Biles quit, but let's have some empathy. Empathy. If that was the message, I would say, sure, yeah, sounds good. It is quite another to say, Simone Biles quit, isn't that so brave? He keeps twisting it. It's like, yes, she quit, but she quit for her mental health, to take care of herself. And it's not like she left Tokyo, because she's still there, and she is competing, as of now, as far as I know. And she cheered on her teammates. So... Uh, no, it, it's not. It is the definition of not brave. It may be human, it may be relatable, but it's the opposite of brave. To be brave is to refuse to quit precisely when most people would. And part of being brave is knowing when to quit and when to not fight your battles. Like, like I said, the earlier Olympian in the 1970s, 
she pushed herself even though she knew she probably shouldn't because it would result in severe injury. But she was pushed to do it. That's why we admire people who persevere, because they are rare. Quitters are a dime a dozen. Cowardice is in no short supply in our world. And it'll become even more common now that we've rebranded it as courage. If we will be grant if if we will grant to cowardice the rewards of courage without any of the effort and sacrifice it requires, why bother with courage at all? The many defenders of Simone Biles have said that she's right, a role model, in fact. And yes, yeah, she is a role model because she's she's showing to everybody that taking time off to take care of your mental health is important and it's not wrong for prioritizing her mental health above all else. I've said it before, I'll say it again, and I'll continue to say it. Mental health is very important. In the era of the psychological man, when there's nothing more important than the self's opinion of itself, it is perhaps no surprise that, that we should congratulate a woman for explicitly putting herself before her team and her country. Because yes, winning a gold-colored hunk of metal, or a gold punk of metal, is more important than prioritizing your mental health and your mental well-being. Congratulations. I had to put myself first. Now we are celebrating athletes who do that. It used to be the exact opposite. That's not why you compete in a team sport. That's not why you go to the Olympics for your country. If you want to focus on yourself, you don't go. You don't join the team. Fun fact about mental health. You don't know when it's going to get worse and you don't know when it's going to remain good. There is no way to predict when your mental health is going to be what at what time. Nobody is walking up to someone, someone sitting on a park bench and saying, Why aren't you in the Olympics right now, you selfish bastard? No, it, because it's not a requirement. But if you are taking on that responsibility, then you're not supposed to put yourself first. So you basically see them as like, a pawn or a machine where it only does what you want it to do. People have feelings. You, you do realize that, right? That is the duty, the responsibility that you have assumed for yourself. Oh, but mental health, right? You're not allowed to say any of this now because, because uh, the, the magic phrase, the magic term, the get out of jail free card Mental health has been used. That is now the shield meant to insulate us from all criticism. It's not a shield. It never was, and it... In this context, it never was, and it still isn't. Simone Biles came up with her reasoning why she took her time off. That should be respected as her choice, right? Because you said it was her choice, right? And the only way I could see it being justified used as a, as a quote-unquote shield is if, like, a hundred different athletes at the same time took time off because of mental health. Then I could see it potentially being used as a quote-unquote shield. However, just because Simone Biles used it this once, doesn't make it a shield. Oh, you, you think you can criticize me for a decision I made? Well, you can't, because it, it helped my mental health. What? Where is he going with this? Like, Simone Biles never said that you couldn't criticize her. What? The highest virtue now is the pursuit of your own mental well-being. Courage is now the avoidance of mental anguish. Which is to say that courage is now the exact opposite of what it has always been 
and what it actually is still now today. And yet still, you have to wonder how consistently the new moral code would even be applied. Would Tom Brady receive such a worshipful reaction if he left in the third quarter of a playoff game? So in this hypothetical example, I do not think he would be showered with as much positivity as Simone Biles is. And here's my reasoning for that. There's such a stigma around men's versus women's mental health. Like, men are always kind of taught to like, you know, hide your emotions because if you show emotion, that's a sign of weakness. Whereas women are taught, or not taught, they're always kind of associated with emotions. So I don't think he would be as showered with positivity given that the main demographic who watches football, I'd say, is probably men. And most men are taught, like I said, to not show emotion because that's a sign of weakness. And most people would interpret that as a sign of weakness from Tom Brady. It doesn't make it right, though. Because he wasn't having fun? And needed to work on his mindfulness? Can you imagine that? You can't, it's unthinkable because it would never happen. Again, I think part of that is because of the stigma around men showing emotions, and typically the demographic for football is probably men. Never has happened. You can't imagine Tom Brady in the third quarter of a playoff game, or really the, this is the Super Bowl, this is the this is the Super Bowl for the, for this sport. I mean, more than the Super Bowl because this happens only once every four years, as opposed to the Super Bowl, which happens every year. Especially if you're Tom Brady and you've been in like ten of them. But um, can you can, you can't imagine Tom Brady third quarter of the Super Bowl uh, going to his coach and saying, "I got to sit out." What do you mean you got to sit? Are you injured? No, no, no. I I I, I you know I got to get him. I'm not in the right headspace right now, and I got to work on myself. But that's a legitimate reason. Like, if you're not in the headspace and, like, you're super distracted because you're not in the right headspace or, like, in the right mind for it, like, that could cause you to blow the game anyways. Nobody would accept that. Sure, there have been cases of, of sulking professional athletes leaving the field or the court a few seconds early because they were frustrated and sad during a bad loss. We've seen this move from LeBron James, for example, perhaps the greatest sulker in all of sports. Um, there are usually a few people willing to defend this kind of behavior from male athletes, but they've never been celebrated like a returning war hero. This just proves my point though, like, people tend to socially accept that men aren't supposed to show emotion and only the women are, which is very harmful to men because they can't express themselves without being seen as like, weak or, or just helpless. The way Simone Biles has been, and Naomi Osaka before her. In fact, I was arguing this point with a sports writer on Twitter last night, and he, in an attempt to defend Biles, brought up the fact that Scottie Pippen, a former Chicago Bulls player, in the 1994 NBA playoffs, sat out the final seconds of the game because he was mad that he wasn't going to get the ball. See, see that the guy was saying to me, he, what he was saying to me is, see, you know, here's, here's an example of a male athlete quitting on his team. Well, yeah, it is it, it, a very different situation. I mean, in this case, he was mad that he wasn't giving it. He wanted the pressure on him, and he wasn't getting it, and so he was mad, and he, and he quit. But he did quit on his team. That's true. But what happened to Scottie Pippen? He was universally reviled for that. Everyone, everywhere, criticized him. To this day, he is criticized, and for good reason. I mean, people are always going to have the two sides, the supporters and the haters. And even Simone Biles has that, which is very evident by this video. 
I've never heard anyone call him brave or congratulate him. Again though, it's like you said, it's a completely different situation and scenario. Like, he was just frustrated and he quit. Whereas Simone Biles, mental health is more important than winning a fucking gold medal. For prioritizing his mental health, this is a privilege reserved only for female athletes at present. First of all, it is not just for the women. And second of all, it is not a privilege. It should just be a basic human understanding that people have mental health and varying degrees of your mental health. Like, I think the reason why men aren't doing this and do saying their mental health is bad is because they don't want to be seen as weak. They want to still be seen as like, you know, the alpha male. And that's the reason why we're not seeing that with the men. That might change though. Maybe one day we'll, we'll celebrate both male and female quitters. Maybe we're, we're fast approaching a time when the greatest athletes will be those who manage to feel the best about themselves while competing. At that point, we won't need it to perform. You know, they won't need to perform any athletic feats at all. They can just, every sport will be them sitting in a circle and whispering sweet nothings to themselves. I hate how he thinks they're quitting. Like, Simone Biles is just taking the time off so she can prioritize her mental health, so she doesn't go into like a spiral of depression or something that would prevent her from competing in the future. And again, mental health is so fucking important, but this, Matt, you don't seem to fucking get that. Everyone wins in the end. May not make for much of a spectator sport, but at least we will know that nobody's mental health has been damaged. Congratulations, my friends. We have made it to the end of this dumbest video. So, I know this wasn't explicitly LGBT themed, but it's relevant and I thought it was interesting and it would make for a very interesting podcast episode. So basically what I get from this is that Matt Walsh doesn't understand how mental health works and probably doesn't even believe it's real or that it's a spectrum. Clearly this guy has never had any mental mental health issues or know anybody with a mental health issue, and if he does, he probably thinks it's fake. So anyways, as always, if you enjoyed my podcast, please follow, please turn on the notifications, and share it, and until next time, right out.